Hello and welcome to Surthriver Unleashed. I'm Reno Romano, your host and a Surthriver and advocate for survivors of child sexual abuse and sexual assault. This show is all about the endless positive possibilities of surthriving after sexual abuse. So let's get started with today's program. I'm Rena Romano, and I am a survivor of incest and sexual assault. And this is a safe place for survivors to receive messages of hope and healing. And my guest today is Dr. Liz Patai, and she is an Amazon number one international best-selling author of her self-published autobiography, Life Launch, Surviving the Storms of Physical and Sexual Abuse, and she is a survivor of sexual assault and harassment, and welcome, Dr. Liz. Thank you so much, Rena. I'm so excited to be on your show today. Well, I'm happy to have you here. So, yeah. my goodness, I had another uh, survivor on the show, and she recommended you. I haven't read your book yet, so tell me, um, how did your journey begin for you know getting he- help and getting healing? Tell me a little bit about your story. Yeah, so um, the help and the healing part of my journey really didn't start until kind of the end of the book, which is when I got into the 12-step recovery program. I mean, that was kind of like a big turning point in my life, you know, as far as one of the earlier turning points. I think we all have a number of turning points. I know, yeah. you know, sometimes we're asked what was the one turning point. So, right. and that was the first one really at 25 years old when I found recovery. Good for you. But, uh, yeah. The, the story began, you know, in my, in my home, my home, you know, my family of origin with a lot of dysfunction and, and things like that. So. Well, I think we can all relate to that. Most of yes. us anyway. So. Yes. So that's where your your journey began in a 12-step recovery. And um, what encouraged you, I mean, there's a turning point, but what encouraged you to uh, to start into that program and start healing and finding Dr. Liz? I think it was uh, a relationship, the, the, the critical, uh, what they call your bottom you know, is kind of what brings you into to those types of situations, even if it's not a 12-step program, kind of like we hit a bottom at some point. Yeah. And my bottom was um, a, a d- very dysfunctional relationship with a person that was also supposed to be in recovery in 12-step program, but he was he was using, he, he had told me he was in AA and yet I was seeing bottles around and and he was also participating in, you know, some other substances. And uh, so I called my mom and I was like, you know, it's like, when you don't know a question, ask mom, you know, like in the, it's a wonderful life. Mom ask to dad, the rescue. Ask dad. Yeah. Ask mom or dad. Um, even though my mother is part of my issues. Right. But I asked her, I called her, I said, Hey, uh, this person is supposed to be in AA, but he's drinking. Is that right? <laughs> Cause I didn't know anything about AA at the time. And she right. said, no, I don't think so. I think he's supposed so anyway. Um, but what he had done was, so it was very classically dysfunctional, you know, in terms of domestic violence and things like that. We had been together for at least six months before that. We were working together. 
as at the same place, at, at least at the same place. And he'd broken up with me like, you know, every month it seemed like it was, it was quite often, it was the breakups and the getting back together and the, you know, all of that um, mental. Very and, dysfunctional yes, relationship. Yeah. The mental, the emotional, there was some physical dysfunction, some sexual dysfunction in there as well. And the last straw for me, which is when I thought I was going crazy, he broke up with me again. He pulled my bedroom door open really hard and I had a stand up full length mirror against the wall behind my door, which never do that. <laughs> I figured I learned that lesson and the handle just smashed into the glass, the mirror, and it broke in a thousand pieces and I'm mm. a little bit superstitious. So to me, that was like, oh my God, <laughs> huge bad luck. And, um, I just started crying and bawling and, uh, you know, I was so bereft. I, was besides myself with just not knowing what to do. I was in the middle of a divorce from my uh, first husband at the time. <clears throat> I mean, I was, you know, working on that. Um, and and it, so it was just emotionally, mentally, just I hit a bottom. And I, I just knew at that point that I felt my feeling I could describe as this, and I'll never forget it. I said, I cannot grasp basic concepts of reality. And for me, being so, you know, smart and good in school and all this stuff, it was just, I was really in some territory that I had no idea where I was. And I called my parents again and uh, my mom answered the phone and I was crying. What's wrong? I can't grasp basic concepts of reality. And she said, "Hun," <laughs> she called for dad. <laughs> come and talk to your daughter, you know? Aww. So she had a couple of other things going on with my younger daughter, with my younger sisters. I'm from a big family. So that's another part of my dysfunction, seven kids total and oh, wow. yeah. five sisters. And so, and mom. So there were like, you know, seven women in the house most of my life. And, uh, Anyway, Add a lot of estrogen there, sweetheart. You know it. You know it. <laughs> yeah. So my my father actually, you know, told me go take a walk. But that's but that was one of the last times that I actually felt like taking my own life. Because that mm -hmm. night I said to him, which I was twenty five, I started wanting to take my life when I was fifteen, end my life myself. So this was also an ending of that coming into the program was an ending of that feeling and a beginning of a new life for me. My dad said, go out and take a walk. And I looked at the road and I, he knew what that road was where I was living. And I said, I'm looking at this route number. And if I go out, I'm going to walk in the middle of the street. And he said, don't go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> and, Let's uh, back that up a little bit. Never I, mind bad advice. <laughs> But what he said was, and this is a really uh, a very hopeful thing that I wanted to share with everybody, and, and I've shared it with some other friends and some family members that have been at their bottoms too, even more than once wanting to, thinking about, you know, contemplating maybe ending their life. Um, and he said, you know, nothing in this world is too big for you and I to handle together. And that gave me hope. And that's, that's really what my message is, you know? Um, and then he said, you know, there's no problem. That's too difficult for me and you. And then I added God, you know, and he was like, yeah, you know, me and you and God to solve, you know, so. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. 
And that's great that you had that encouragement, like uh, with my TEDx talk, Healing from Sexual Abuse Can Start with One Word. I talk about how I got support from my family. And, um, but a lot of people don't have that support. Right. You know, so we're very fortunate that we did. And, and it's so, um, what I want to encourage other survivors, if you don't have that support at home, you there is support out there. Don't yes. give up. Do not give up. So when did you decide to um, write your book then? How long after that? <laughs> so that's an interesting story too. And um, there's a little YouTube video about that somewhere when, when you guys go out and find me that talks a little bit about that. Um, I had actually been told by a friend of mine when I was 15 years old <laughs> and I was telling him a little bit of my story up to that point. He said, Oh man, you need to write a book. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like yeah, there's a book really in there. Right. <laughs> so I actually really had, um, I had been thinking about it for a long time and I had been jotting things down here and there playing around with titles. Um, I really didn't write it until um, I started writing it in March of 2019, just last year. Wow. That's quick. So, and it's yeah. called life launch person that wrote a book called life launch and um, she's got a subtitle too. So mine is life launch surviving the storms of, and uh, it call it book one because it only covers the first 25 years of my life. And so the next book is going to be more on the recovery and the healing. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Which is going to be called like a uh, life launch, a, a new dawn of hope, you know, oh, something like that. that. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, my first book, his puppet, no more. I shared my journey. Um, but the next one for me, I want to share, you know, what helped me in recovery and not one size fits all. I think you would agree with that. Try different things in your recovery to stay positive and healthy. So what is the main message that you want people to get from your book and the work that you do? Yeah, the main message is hope because um, every time I talk about it, you know, I get filled up. So forgive me, but and because I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to cry on your show. <laughs> it's like one of those things. <laughs> but, you know, I really, uh, as a survivor of suicide also, and um, I what I call it, surviving of both sides of suicide, my husband took his life, ended his life, mm -hmm. and I also wanted to numerous times. It, and and all the other that. things. And I get that. Uh, yeah, I understand that completely. Yes. I've and been there. All the other traumas that you talk about and that you talk with your other guests about, I really feel like we're, we're asked when we're preparing for speaking um, by my, you know, my sort of group that's helping me train and learn how to do this well and get my message out. We're asked, what's the one thing? You know, what is the one thing? And I was like, oh, it's not just one thing. You know, just like you said, there's a whole list of things. Well, well there's when a I whole list of things, but and, right. and I'm going to interrupt you there because I am a speaking coach. So there you go. And what is the one thing that you want to share with that audience that yeah. day? And today, uh -huh. you know, what I want to share with them is hope and that people can see that there is recovery after so much trauma 
there is reco- there is hope and healing and that there is life after trauma. Um, so, yeah, that's so that, that's it. it. There yes. is. That's yeah. my message. My message for today and every day, if I have to pick one thing, it really is hope. Um, and then I did want to add to what you said, which is so how, you know, how do I get the hope? And that is a that's like the big part of my message. You know, that's what comes after the one thing is hope. This is how you do it. This is how I did it. So that's what my book is about. You know, it's about how I got through those first 25 years as a teenager. So I actually am ranking in very, you know, very high in these categories for teens and young adults, like domestic violence and sexuality and, you know, suicide and stuff like that. Because I'm sharing what it was like for me in a very intimate way. And then what I did, and I call the things that that I did that helped me through, that gave me hope, what I call my saving graces in the book. And they were things like, you know, my parents did take me to church. So I got a relationship with a higher power. Um, I had that before even coming into the 12-step program. I had music in my life. My my grandmother paid for piano lessons for us. And I was a, I ended up being a music major. So music was a big part of my healing um, exercise. I was a competitive swimmer and I, um, you know, was, I was a, junior varsity, you know, um, very good at that. And that helped me. I remember some of my, some of my girlfriends used to say to me when I was feeling down, I didn't even know I was feeling down. They heard me and tell, can't they? Yes, they can. They can tell when we're, we're not feeling ourselves or being ourselves. Yeah. And they would tell me, you need to go swim (laughs) because they knew that it would help me. It would clear my mind. And I I just, I never knew. I was like, really? And sometimes I feel like, you know, I need to go play the piano and I I get my emotions out and I sing when I play. Think about something different, right? Yeah. Yes. And my message for those of you that say, well, you know, I don't know how to play an instrument. I don't know how to sing. There's primal scream therapy. You know, for me, that whole message is getting it out through the voice. There's so many ways that we can get this negative energy out of us. But the key is getting it out of our body because our bodies retain that negative energy. And that's when we get sick. We We start getting sick physically, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. So good for you. So you're you're on this journey and you're doing so well now. And and we can call you Dr. Liz and. What do you do now on a daily basis? Do you still swim? Do you still write? What do you do to uh, stay on a positive forward motion in your life? Yeah. And again, you know, there's this the whole series of things as um, I share about that in my healing resources, my free healing resources that I have available on the website that I'll give your your listeners at the end of the show. Right. And I share about like my daily routine, you know, and again, for anybody that's out there that's listening, that's looking for answers, it's not just one cookie cutter thing. You know, you'll listen to Rena and she shares what she does. You'll listen to me, you'll read what I'm doing and you'll pick pieces and it'll work for you. So my first thing is get up in the morning, you know, try to get that stretching in some whatever exercises I can get in. And sometimes even if it's in the shower, I made sure right. I wrote that down on my thing. Even if it's in the shower, do something, not don't hurt yourself. Don't slip, you know, but 
bend over, touch your toes, maybe or something, just try to get, you know, moving more. For me, after the age of 50, I realized it has to just be moving more, you know, and that's a goal for me. Just move more. Um, you know, and then sitting and being depressed and and lethargic and yeah, yeah, good for you. One thing I like to share with my listeners in the morning is I used to get up and watch the news. I don't do that anymore. I I know it's so negative. (laughs) I want to write something positive, read something positive. And then I take the dog for a walk for 20 minutes. We walk the whole neighborhood and is do something positive first thing in the morning because when you're when you're watching the news or anything like that or reading you know the news or or going straight to Facebook on your phone or Twitter or whatever it's so negative so i leave that alone yeah so you have yes. to do something positive to keep moving in a forward motion right and then and then another big part of my morning besides the vitamins and the nutrients Aromatherapy. Yes. Aromatherapy is part of my morning. Um, On my website, I have all of the links to all those things that you can go and get that I do. And when I do them, um, I put on some oils that have some very nice fragrance to them. And I, you know, like, (laughs) you know, I kind of just get them in my my brain, you know, Um, and it uplifts me. And it's not one thing. It's whatever you find pleasing to you. Some people might find sandalwood pleasing to them. But for me, it's more floral or citrus, um, peppermint. So then I go and I do the one thing I wanted to kind of finish with it is is the food. And I get a smoothie and I keep my freezer stocked. I'm just, I decided I'm sticking with blueberries for me. I'm sticking, yeah, with those antioxidants. They're so full of antioxidants and I do a blueberry smoothie. You know, I get my own like fat free, uh, no flavor yogurt. And again, you can play with it, whatever you want to do, but get some kind of fruit that's got the antioxidants, the strong colors in it. And I use protein powder. Um, which has got the anthos, which has got the green foods in it, you know, the the spirotine, you know, it's got spirulina in it, right? The algae, and um, and I, and I use the fat-free milk as well, but you can use apple juice or you can use, you know, the the non-dairy milk, whatever you want. And I promise you, Rena, and all you guys listening out there, I don't feel right if I don't have my uh, blueberry smoothie if I don't get that full shot of antioxidants. So instead well, of doing right shots of alcohol, I'm doing shots of antioxidants. Of yeah. yeah. And well, I'm with you. I, I do a smoothie too. Yeah. Good for you. So I'm glad to hear that. I add kale or spinach to mine with the yogurt. And then I use raw pomegranate too. Yeah. yeah. With the blueberries and maybe cherries and strawberries. So good for you. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I love my smoothies. And I... I'm so glad to hear that that you believe that nutrition is part of the healing process and keeping you healthy too. Because if we feel sick mentally or physically, I mean, we just start breaking down. So we have to really take care of the mind, body, and soul. Right. Yep. That that's what my course is about: mind, body, spirit healing. And my my bachelor's degree is in nutrition science. So I. It really, oh, okay. really started for me there, and I was 
even before that, I had friends that were into it back in the 70s. You know, I'm, I was born in the 60s. I'm a child of that era. Right. And so back then, you know, I had friends that were into health food and natural foods. And I, I was going to the health food store myself at 15, buying things that I wanted to eat and telling my mom, you know, I want this. She'd be like, what the heck? What are you doing bothering me with that kid, you know? <laughs> so tell me about this course again that you have on your website. You say it's a free course or? Uh, the course is, no, the course is um, paid, but uh, I have like a like a $99, uh, $97 deal for the mini course just to get people introduced to it. And there's a lot of information in there. And then the full course is, uh, you know, you'll get information about that once you find out. So yeah, just... Um, just checking it out on my website, get the free resources, the free healing resources, which I kind of share some things from my book and then some going back to this, like multiple things to do. I just added to the free healing resources, a table that I'm really happy with. What I have on the left side of this table is all of the traumas that I've experienced. And again, it's not to rehash old stuff or get into negative. It's so people can identify and so people yeah. can say, you know, I experienced that. And it was also for me to get, to keep reminded of, hey, you know, what I've been through, what I've overcome, because some of those things I completely was not aware of. Like I said, my turning point was AA or NA, but I didn't say anything about, you know, what was my turning point for the the sexual assault or anything like that. I wasn't even in touch with those things as being, you know, rape or whatever they were right. until... Years and years and years later, we don't understand that that has brought us to to and we've gone through all the things we've gone through because of it. I think it's a survival mechanism for me too, Rena, that I had to discreetly put these different things that happened to me in little pockets or else it would have been too overwhelming for me. Right. I think it's part of how I was able to stay alive and not end my life. Right. And now since I started writing the book and writing is another thing that I advise for people, it may not work for you, but it worked for me. I wrote the the first 25 years was really the worst of it, but there are some huge things that have happened since then. But once I got it all down there and I was just like, I wrote it in, in uh, less than 90 days, wrote the rough, wrote rough draft. No, I got it actually published March, April, May, June, July. Yeah. Rough draft was 90 days published in one 20 days. My fingers were, were har- har- having trouble keeping up because there was so much there. Right. So I, I have a list of about 35 actual traumas that I experienced myself. Then I've got a, a little section that has related to like my family, things that my, traumas that my family ha- experienced Mm-hmm. or happened to a family member, like my first cousin's suicide, that ha- had an impact on me. Then the last part of it is my family history, like with mental illness and things like that. Right. But the right side is this whole list of all these things that I've done for healing. And there's like over 50 things on there. So my first message is, wow, that's great. You know, my healing list is longer than my abuse and trauma list. Right. And don't and, you yeah. I think you'll agree with this too, Dr. Liz, that I know for me, I went through counseling and I went through like two years of group therapy and I thought I was done. I thought I was through healing and then I I would live happily ever after. And that's not the case. And 
I think that we all, whether we've had any trauma or not, we continue to heal, we continue to grow, we continue to become who we are meant to be by experiencing and learning new things too. I think think you'd agree with that. So it's not, you're going to go through counseling and then one and done. And, and I want people to understand that too, because be patient with yourself. I thought, okay, I'm gone through counseling. That's enough. I'm done. I don't need to do any more work. (laughs) Boy, was I wrong. But, but some of the work is just educational. Some of the work is learning how to eat well. Some of the work is learning how not to watch the news in the morning, right? So there's a lot of different things to becoming who Dr. Liz is, who who Rena is, who you are as a cert driver. There's a lot of components and a lot of, you know, on the journey of, of becoming who we're supposed to be and who we want to be. So. Yeah. I am so glad to have you on here. And so where can people find more about Dr. Liz and your programs? Yes, my website is www.drlizlifelaunch.com. Okay. So it should be pretty easy. <laughs> Doctor- <laughs> Trying to help people l- launch their life. Yeah, drlizlifelaunch.com. I like that. Life launch, life launch. Okay, so yeah. great. So. What else is, well, what's next real briefly? What's next for Dr. Liz? Um, okay. There's a lot of things that are next. <laughs> briefly, uh, I said, briefly. I know, exactly. So thank you. Um, I want to continue to get my message out there. So I want to continue to get on to podcasts and share. Um, I'm also writing my second book. I'm about to publish a little poetry book that has a lot of my poems that I wrote during those first 25 years of my life when I was going through the worst of it. Wonderful. So, yeah. And those are all positive steps to keep you moving into a positive. And I like to say a lot of people don't want to write a book, but writing is great therapy. You don't have to write it. You can put your therapy, you know, write, and then you can have a a fire burning, you know, Mm -hmm. um, session to get rid of all that. Some people do that. There's just lots of rituals that can be done for that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Some people use God boxes. They'll put it in a box. They'll bury it in the ground or they'll, you know, tell a friend about it and just say, you know, this is my God box. I don't want access to it. You know, help me not right. just to yeah. kind of release, you know, release things. And it's okay. So, so, mm-hmm. And and like I said before, and you said, there's not one thing, one and done. Continue to to become who you are meant to be. And you know who that is. You feel it in your heart. And so I want to encourage people. There is hope. There is help. There is healing. And I am on the RAIN Speaker Bureau where they can call if, if you're looking for help, too. But, oh, good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to add to what you've said now twice in this last few minutes, which is, you know, become who you are supposed to become today. You know, for me, it's all about what do I need to do today to get through this day sometimes, you know, or what right. do I need to do today to maximize, you know, my positivity today if I'm on the top end of the spectrum. Yeah. And so, as you said, you know, that changes sometimes from day to day because, I have different needs today than I had yesterday or last year, and I'm going to have different needs next year. So, 
Absolutely, because we're evolving and we're becoming and we're becoming more and Mm -hmm. enjoy that journey. And sometimes that journey is very difficult, but just know that you can get through it and there are others that can help you. And so tell me your website one more time and then we're going to have to wrap it up. Sure. www.drlizlifelaunch.com. Com. Okay, great. Well, it's been fun. Thank you for joining me today. And Sir Thriver, go to her website, check out the resources, and it sounds like a great program. Good luck on your new book. Maybe we'll have you back after the new book is sure. published. So awesome. thank you for being here. And so Sir Thriver, thanks for tuning in today. And I wish you peace, love, and ciao for now. <laughs>